Hello and welcome to 90 Hayden Row, the podcast that focuses on all things Hopkinton High School, where each episode will discuss all types of news and updates pertaining to HHS, celebrate our many student successes and accomplishments, highlight our incredible teaching staff, take on the newest and maybe controversial topics in education, share some personal stories, and reflect on what life is like for students, parents, and staff up on the hill. I'm Evan Bishop, principal here at the high school. And on today's show, we're going to talk about one of those student successes and accomplishments. Uh, We have Alex Tannenbaum, a senior here at the high school, on the podcast today. Alex is a staple in our IT department, in our technology department. He is currently doing an independent study in design and engineering and is taking part in all aspects of design, AV equipment, production, sound for the musicals. He's like a full-time employee here and a student at the same time. It's really impressive. So I was fortunate to have the opportunity to talk to Alex a little bit about how things are going during senior year, but also what he's been able to bring to the high school when it comes to some of this IT and production and design work and what he is looking to do moving forward after HHS. Alex, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Thank How are you, you doing? Thank you for having me. I'm doing good. How's senior year going so it's far? Going pretty good. Finished all the college apps. Yeah. All right. That's going to be something that's a relief, huh? Yes. I awesome. feel great now. Good, good, good. Um, so you are very involved with our HHS network tech team. Uh, I've seen yeah. you working with Mr. Cousins and Mr. Ghosh and everyone in our, our tech department. Tell us a little bit about your interest in technology. When did it start and what aspects are you most fascinated by? I've been interested in technology for as long as I remember. It mostly started with uh, just being, I I messed around with a computer at home. I think when I was like three, I accidentally wiped my dad's computer and he was not happy with me. Uh, Thankfully, he had backups. (laughs) Uh, Ever since then, I just, I kept messing with it and then I learned enough to where I could do it like professionally. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you've been doing Starting both at the middle school, I understand you're pretty involved in the HMS TV, uh, and I know that you're obviously very involved here. Um, kind of, what's the history? When did it start? What were you doing at the middle school, and how has it carried over here to the high school? In sixth grade, I joined drama club, and that was when we just started. I think all for sound we had was sound effects, so I would play back sound effects in sixth grade. I think I did the talent show then as well. But then we got a new drama director who wanted to use microphones. So in seventh grade, that was the first musical I ever did with microphones. It was Annie. And then I just, I kept doing more middle school. We did Into the Woods in eighth grade. That was a really complicated show. Um, we, and then I, I did all the talent shows there. I, I participated in HMS TV. And then when I went to high school, I immediately wanted to continue to be involved. I did the musical here. I did talent shows. I did the concerts. I did every event I could. And then COVID happened. And then what were some of the things you did over COVID? Because I remember uh, a a virtual talent show that you were pretty involved in, if if I remember correctly. At the beginning of COVID, during lockdown, when I couldn't leave my house, uh, we did, I did a virtual talent show. I turned my basement into like a TV studio. I brought everyone in and then like synced it up with all the video stuff. And then after that, nothing happened for a while. But then stuff started reopening again. Uh, well, when we were all locked down, I, I spent a lot of time online just learning about how to do a bunch of stuff. I got a few certifications like Dante, which is a very big thing that we use now at school. And then Tell people what Dante is. Dante lets you send audio over IP. So over the network throughout the whole district, I could send audio anywhere. Wow. That's far above my yeah. capabilities. Okay. It's, it's, it's really impressive. powerful. Yeah, it's impressive. And then... 
Uh, when stuff started opening up, my synagogue, the guy reached out to me. The uh, He's the president, and he does all the tech stuff there. He was like, oh, do you want to help me with this? Because he saw that I did stuff before COVID. And then we rebuilt... We built an outdoor system for live streaming and for audio. So we had concerts, uh, like we had services in the parking lot. We also had some concerts at school events. And then as we, we started being able to do more stuff. When we went from having Zoom bar and bat mitzvahs, we had, uh, we basically turned the sanctuary into like a conference room. Right. We had a big projector screen. So we had some people on Zoom, some people in person. And that's where I built up a lot of AV skills before coming back to school. So do you think, uh, you know, a lot of folks um, really struggled during uh, the last few years. Do you think there was a silver lining when it comes to some of the work that you've been able to do with technology during COVID? Were you able to kind of look at things a different way? And has it helped you at all now that we're back kind of into a more normal schedule? Yeah, it gave me, we had to solve a lot of very different problems. And, and a bunch of spaces they never live streamed before ever. So now that everyone's like, oh, I could do this from home, I could live stream. It opened up, and now a lot of people, even after COVID, are still thinking about that. We could do live stream, we could do hybrid with Zoom, and it really got a lot of people to learn a bunch of different ways to do things. Absolutely. So obviously you've been involved quite a bit since middle school with our tech department and the role that you have now. What challenges do you think have you seen regarding the state of technology, both at the middle school and high school? Some of the challenges that I wanted to solve was there were a lot of it was it, there was a lot of just missing pieces. We'd have like a really good part, like the the lighting console would be really good, but everything else that connects to it is not great. It doesn't support it. Like we had a bunch of new equipment, but we didn't have good infrastructure to support it, and it wasn't documented. And people were it, like, "There's no one taking responsibility over it." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so along those lines, I know there's a lot that has been added this year. Can you tell us about some of that new tech, the fiber, the TV studio, the auditorium, music room? One of the biggest things that was implemented over the summer in the school year was network infrastructure with uh, 10 gig fiber to each space. So that allows us to have, we can, uh, the network infrastructure supports all of the equipment. We could control it all over the network. We could set video and audio anywhere throughout the district. And because all of these pieces, they need to communicate over our network, but we didn't really have good infrastructure before, and that supports it. A few other big pieces that were added, we have the four robotic cameras in the high school auditorium. We really built out the TV studio this year, so now the control room is, it's like, it's very functional. We could do a lot in there now. We've done, a, we've done like five shoots with it so far, and it's been working really well. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so... With all of that, what do you consider as the most complex setup that you had to run here? For like for an event? Yeah, maybe it's a play, a concert. Um, maybe kind of walk us through that process. There's different types of complexity. The the last event I did last school year, the Pops concert, I think I had like around 48 inputs. So it was a lot of different stuff, and it was outdoors. So we had a lot of microphones, a lot of sources, a lot of keyboards, computers, speakers. I think we had like 10 speakers to cover everything. And we had two big fixers. That was just a lot of stuff. Yeah. The musical altogether now last year, that was pretty complicated. We'd had backing tracks because of COVID. We didn't have an orchestra. That was all played back. We did a lot of stuff over the network, a lot of programming in advance. Yeah. It seems like it's very complex, some of the stuff that you do. How do you envision things going after you leave us, which I'm, I'm nervous about what's going to happen? How do you 
How do you see things going and what kind of things have you set up for us to continue with some of this success? This year, one of my big focuses has been documenting everything, both different procedures and different like configuration of what I've built, but also I'm doing complete write-ups and diagrams of all the systems I've built so that someone next year can be like, oh, we have a concert, let's look at what Alex did for inspiration for how they want to set up the sound. Sure. Absolutely. That's, it's that's stuff awesome. might not. It you probably won't use thirty microphones for a concert, but stuff should still be. It should still be pretty good. After I leave. Yeah, yeah, and along those lines, what's your opinion on how the district designs and acquires our technology? Not not necessarily the cost, but the types of technology and how it's installed, rolled out, and supported. I think like just. Overall, the technology department does have a lot of really good tools, and there's a bunch of good stuff that's just implemented and deployed. Um, but this, it's just, I was a, I really wanted to make improvements in the AV area. Other areas were already really, they had a lot of substantial support, time put into it, funding put into it. But I felt like the past few years, the AV department just did, it was missing a lot. Yeah. So if... If your job was, and you basically kind of do a lot of this now, but if your job was to run all the technology here at, at HHS, I guess my question was, what would you do maybe differently? Uh, and, and note that, you know, obviously, you know, there's a lot that goes into the budget aspect of it, but I'm interested in the types and uses of technology that you feel like we're, we're, we should either be getting towards or continuing to put more resources into one thing that drove me personally crazy the past few years was how bad the internet was, but that's getting resolved this year. Mm-hmm. So that was the big thing. Like the past few years, I was like, please, one day, one day be better. But now it, it's getting a lot better. The, I think the new circuit's getting installed soon. Sure. So yep. that, that's going to make a huge difference. Hopefully will, yep. That's yep. a very specific thing. Well, let me ask you this question. Along those lines, I suppose, is, is there a class that you feel like we should offer for students that have similar oh, interests yes. in technologies? What would that be? I want there to be a teacher who, or a staff member teacher who has a lot of like AV experience, but also has some networking experience. So they can, they can bridge the gap between music department and IT department. And I want that, I want there to be a class where we could, and a, to just teach all the students to build up a, a team of students who are really experienced with AV and networking. Do you, I'm, I'm assuming the answer is yes, but do you see technology being part of your future as you attend college and beyond? Yes. And what, what are you, you said you filled out some applications earlier. Um, what are you looking to major in? What are you, what are you hoping to do? I'm looking Besides like, hopefully coming back and working for us. I'm looking to major <laughs> in computer science with a focus in cybersecurity. But throughout college and maybe the rest of my life, I still do plan on keeping AV and theater and music still as a fun part of my life, but for the professional aspect, I'm looking for cybersecurity. Yeah. What do you think, when you look back at the work that you've done here, and I know you still have a number of months left, what are you most proud of? What is the thing that you're like, that's, I did this for the school, whether it's a middle school or high school, and that's going to be uh, one of the many different legacies that I leave here. I feel like just system. all the infrastructure that I built the past year, it's it's gonna be here for like the next ten years. Yeah. I'm gonna like come back and visit sometime and be like, oh, I built that rack, I designed the all this, and it's it's just really cool. Yeah. Well, hopefully you come back often. We'd love to have you work here at some point. We we need you. You've done a tremendous job. So, uh, Alex, we appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for and good luck me. with the rest of senior year. Thank you. All right. I just want to thank Alex again for joining us. Such an incredible young man with such a bright future. 
I really hope he considers coming back to HHS and working in our IT department. Uh, he is such a talented young man, and I wish him all the best in the future. Thank you so much for listening to 90 Hayden Row. Until next time, be kind to one another, keep smiling, and be positive.